Hello, I'm Philip Stoughton. I am on the Adian Technologies Board at Productronica 2023, and I'm joined by Gerard from Unimicron. Gerard, thanks for joining me. Let's just start with a very brief introduction to you and to Unimicron as a, as a global business, but specifically here in Europe. Unimicron is a global player of, for the production for PCBs. Mm -hmm. They've got facilities in Taiwan, in China, in Japan, and in Germany, and I'm responsible for the German facility. Okay, and how many people do you have here in Germany? We have 480 people at the moment. Okay, all in one single plant. All in one single plant, yeah. Okay, and how old is that, that facility? The facility is founded in 1949. Wow. So it's one of the older facilities in the world. It's even, this is the place where they invented the multi-layer uh, PCB. Wow, that's really, that's really interesting. One of the trends that we're hearing about at the moment in manufacturing generally is, is some reshoring for geopolitical reasons and all kinds of other reasons, supply chain security. Yeah. When you're in a global organization, that doesn't mean winning or losing business. It maybe means manufacturing in a, in a different location. Mm -hmm. Have you seen much demand from your customers here in Europe saying, hey, we need these parts manufactured in Europe and maybe these are not so critical? We see different attitudes. The automotive industry, they believe with their mouth. But at the end of the day, if you go to purchasing department, they have to pay the price and they say, okay, we buy it anyway in China. If we go to the, to the industry or the renewable industry in Europe, they really, they do what they say. And when you look at the, um, the facility that you have in Europe, what's the, what's the overall trend? Has the, as the, the share that you've had there been shrinking? And has it started growing again or, or what, what's the movement? Uh, we see that uh, the automotive is still is difficult. Uh, automotive has a few problems. First of all, it's, it's, the, it's the corona after effect, hurt, yeah. Yeah, after effect. That's, that's problem one. Uh, the second problem is that the automotive is still a bit old fashioned. They, I mean, Bosch and Hella and Conti, they have got huge problems themselves. Yeah, I mean, they have to compete now with Chinese competitors which is hard for them, and they still do it the traditional way, and, and I think that's not the way it's, it's, it's been done. Yeah. If you look at renewable energy, uh, solar and, and industry, it's a bit different. They are a bit more, uh, how shall I say this, um, a bit more proactive, and they really react yeah, on what's happening in the world. Yeah. So this, what you were mentioning, uh, removing uh, certain shares from China to Europe is really happening there. Yeah, and it, it's interesting that it is sustainable environmentally important industries yeah. are they not just looking to manufacture in, in Germany but also think long and hard about the sustainability of, of your facility oh they do we have to supply uh, co2 co2 footprints with with our boards uh, several global players they they ask us okay you can get this order you have to produce this board but the the co2 footprint you have to deliver it with them so you have to tell us how much co3 co2 is, is, is produced by producing that board. Yeah. And that's inclusive everything. That's including the logistic of the people who work with me. That's including the, the electricity consumption. That's including everything. Yeah, and, and also downstream from you. So people like your laminate suppliers, people like your materials and chemical suppliers, or is that not, that's, not, that's, not that that's, much scope yet? That's also, but that's, that's pretty easy for us because we just say we want to have this. It's more difficult to our customers. They're also included. Yeah. And our customers, they don't tell us what they do with the boards. Yeah. Yeah, so that certainly has an impact. One of the other areas we're hearing about in Europe is skill shortages and people perhaps managing that with automation um, to mitigate that risk. 
we talked earlier and you said you have a very loyal team. You're in um, quite a quite a rural location, so yeah, retaining right. staff isn't so hard. But aut- automation really is a reality of where we need to go in this in this industry. We built a new plant in 2017-18. For it was the inner plant after the fire, and we decided to automate it as high as we could. At the end of the day, the number of people who are working there is still the same. It's only different people. Yeah, and you can upscale a bit more easy. But the biggest advantage is that uh, on a Monday morning, they don't have a bad mood. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it's interesting. So, you know, when I look at that opportunity, it's, it's more skilled people, perhaps more sustainable jobs. Yeah. But you should be able to get more revenue out of the same headcount. Is that the way you see it? Uh, that's not really true. I mean, it's still a global competition. So in practice, it should be. But in reality, it's not. Okay, okay. And then... You know, the, mar- the market goes through some fluctuations. You were saying the summer was a bit quiet, but it's already picking up again. What are your, what are your views and projections for 2024? I see it very difficult for the PCB industry and in, in Europe in general, because Europe has a few problems. First of all, the energy prices are much too high. Mm-hmm. Second, uh, the, the unions, they demand a, 40, a four-day working, working week for the same salary. Uh, and that makes it all very difficult. You see that uh, our suppliers, the base material suppliers, also the machine suppliers, you see a few of them, but many of them come from China. So that's, that's the problem. So all those things together, I think the PCB industry will have a hard time in, 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 in Europe for the next, for the summer in 2024. Yeah, and when we look at the, the European industry, I don't know how long you've, you've been in the industry. You're, you're uh, um, of an age as well. Yeah. But 20 years ago, it was 20% of global production. Now it's between 2 and 3% of global production. Yeah. Do you worry that there is a critical mass below which it, which it can't survive I, I, healthily? I worry indeed a lot. That's absolutely correct. If you look at this exhibition, 20 years ago, there were four halls full with PCB suppliers. Now they have problems even filling one hall. Yeah. And that makes it difficult. So for the future, I see if, if Europe is not changing its attitude, if they don't solve the bureaucracy problem, if they don't solve the energy problem, if they don't solve also the the the, the suspension, how do you call it, the the the, the on top of the the, the subsidized system. Uh, the system yeah. Because in in China the subsidy is much higher, and also in the U.S. it's much higher. If I was uh, a managing director of a company who had to build a new plant, I would go to China or to the U.S. and not to Europe because they pay too little. Yeah, yeah, it makes that those those subsidies are really working against you. Plus, you have a, a greater cost of bureaucracy. You have a greater cost for energy, yeah. and you, you you have a lot on your plate. Well, it needs some it needs some bold action from um, from government to I think so. to stem that, and uh, and hopefully that happens. All the best in the future, and thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you very much.